Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Gay With God podcast, a safe place for us to share our stories and support one another. How long did we know? What challenges did we face? Did we lose our faith? When did we find our way back home? Or are we still searching? The stories you hear on this podcast will melt your heart and strengthen your belief that in God, all things are possible and you can be authentically gay with the God of your understanding. I'm your host, Midge Noble, and I am very honored that you are here. Welcome back, everybody, to the Gay With God podcast. This is your host, Midge Noble, and I'm with you today to talk a little bit about an experience that I had this past weekend. Those of you who follow my story know how long it was for me to be able to get into church. Once I had had my final disappointment, I thought I was not going to return to church ever again. And then once I started leaning back in and I found the Episcopal Church, life has been getting better and better. And I feel very secure with you know where I worship. I feel really good about the people that I'm worshiping with. I feel good about the priest. I feel good about many, many things at the Episcopal Church. But every two weeks, we try to get to our beloved Corgi Haven Lane cabin, where we plan to retire one day. And I can zoom into church to our parish, and I'm so proud of our tech team, and they continue to improve things. And And I can log on and go to church and hear my priest, and it's great. Except sometimes my computer doesn't like to work as well at the cabin. It will do wacky things with the sound and sometimes, you know, it shuts off. It's been much better lately. And I think part of that has to do with some changes the tech team did on their end, but I still have computer issues. And although I can participate in the Eucharist by looking at it, you know, through the screen and, and still participate, it's not like I've actually taken in, you know, physically the Eucharist. There is a church in Sparta and I'm going to call y'all out. It's called the Christ Episcopal Church, and it's in Sparta, and it's only probably 15 minutes from the cabin, and yet I was always very concerned about that. First, I didn't know what the Episcopal Church was when I I would see the sign the whole time we've been up there building the cabin and all that kind of stuff, and for those of you who have asked this question, no, we did not physically build it ourselves. (laughs) We had it built, but we were contributing to all of the decisions about the building and all that. But anyway, so I didn't know what the Episcopal Church was. But now that I do, I kept thinking, yeah, I should go visit that church sometime while we're here. But the weekends are quick. You know, we get up there late on Wednesdays and then we leave Sunday afternoon after church when I zoom into church from there. And so we don't have a whole lot of time on a Sunday to get a lot of things done and to get out of there on time so that my beloved can go to work on Monday morning to an office job (laughs) because I can ease into this Monday morning. (laughs) So, so I'd been mulling it around and thinking about whether or not I wanted to visit there and how I would work that out and what would have to happen in order for it not to be a, a burden on my beloved to pack up or clean up while I wasn't available. While I was considering it, I found them on Facebook, and I've been looking at their Facebook page and interacting a little bit, and then I decided to reach out personally. I had a conversation with their administrative secretary, 
online and we had a couple of emails back and forth and mainly I was asking about the safety for an LGBTQ person in their parish and she was very open and assured me that all LGBTQ plus people and anyone is welcome at their church and not just welcomed but affirmed as being a beloved member of God's family. So I sat with that for a while, and then the last time we were up at the cabin, I found a Thursday that we went shopping down in Sparta, and I knew that she worked on Thursdays, and so I dropped by and I saw her in person. And she was delightful and open and welcoming and assured me, had assured me online previously, but assured me again that their church is very welcoming and open and affirming. She told me they're, they're in between priests right now, so... They are having supply priests come in each Sunday, and as it happens, I've been able to listen to several different priests throughout the last couple of years, so that didn't bother me. However, it's a small country church (laughs) in Sparta, in the place where I keep seeing Trump 2024 flags flying (laughs) as I'm trying to get to the cabin. So I, I just didn't know what to expect, and I was a little bit nervous. And yet, this past Sunday, I took the plunge. And I went to the Christ Episcopal Church in Sparta, North Carolina. And I was nervous. I'm going to tell you, I was really nervous just because it was new and because I hadn't done it before. I've had other priests come to our parish, uh, but I interviewed every single one of them, as I've told you, to make sure that I was going to be safe listening to a sermon from them. Um, And I didn't know who I was going to get. I did know from their website that it was going to be Reverend Dan. And as it happened, I mean, he looked familiar to me, but I thought that was just nuts. But however, when our priest was out with COVID and um, Reverend Dan had come to us and supplied in for him several times in the past year. And as soon as he started preaching, it clicked right away because he's a very distinctive preacher and I, I recognized his voice. But I knew I had seen him. I just couldn't I just didn't think that I'd seen him you know, in a church setting, but um, that's who it was. And it was a delightful experience from the very beginning. When I was on my way to the parish, I was coming through the country roads and all of a sudden these two turkeys flew, like ran across the uh, road. And so I put my brakes on and then here comes another one. (laughs) So I got a snapshot of that, that third one. And then I started thinking about my dear friend, Cheryl Bridges, talked about turkey energy. We had asked her to bless the land where Corgi Haven Lane sits now and was built. And before we even broke ground, I wanted to make sure that any spirits, ancestral beings, any um, people hanging out (laughs) at the property uh, spiritually would not be offended by what we were going to do as far as, you know, breaking ground and building something on this, on this uh, earth. And so we had Cheryl come up and she did a land blessing and it was just beautiful. And once we got there, she found some turkey feathers up in the area where we were going to build and she wanted to do it there. And so she used some of those in, you know, the, the fire in the water and she used the turkey feathers and she told us about turkey energy and how spiritual and sacred and abundant it is. And as soon as she started the, the blessing turkeys flew, I didn't even know turkeys could fly, but turkeys flew 
from another field over into where we were and landed in the trees around us and stayed there through the entire blessing. And when she finally said her final amen and then shook the spirit stick, they flew off. And later she wrote us a whole thing about turkey energy and what it really meant and why it was so profound that they showed up for us. So I thought (laughs) when I saw these three turkeys, because three is a very good angel number just in general, but um, when I saw three pass my way, I immediately, not thinking of angels so much, but I thought about God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. And here they were whipping across the road to make me pause and think, okay, you know, I'm in this with God. I'm walking this journey. I've said yes to everything that I felt led to do. And I felt led to, to visit this, this church and I'm going to be okay. I just knew I was going to be okay. And I got there. I had several people wave at me in the parking lot and say, good morning. I got inside the church and there was a lady standing there getting ready to take the banner in when it was time to do that. And I leaned over to her and I said, this is my first time at your church. And I just want to know, are there any saved pews? Are there places I should not sit? Because I know how people are in church. Sometimes they don't like their pews messed up. And she laughed and she said, that's so true. She said, but in this church, nobody cares where they sit and you can sit anywhere you want. And if you're a visitor, they definitely don't care where you sit. They're just glad you're here. She said, the only place people don't want to sit is next to me because I don't sing on key. (laughs) And I thought that was so precious. So I found my seat and I graduated from the back pew from where I started at my own church back in the day. And I sat about in the middle and it was a, a, it was just such a sweet experience. It was nice to be an Episcopalian and go to Episcopal church and feel welcomed right away. And also to, to have, to understand the format of the service, even though there were a few things that were different, I noticed that, um, that instead of at the end of a reading, when we usually say the word of the Lord, they they have a very nice way of saying, listen to what the spirit of God is saying to his people uh, or to God's people. And so, and I like that better. But th- so they do that instead of the word of the Lord, and they do things a little bit different with the prayers of the people. Um, if you've been in in the Episcopal church, I'm sure every parish, you know, does things a little bit differently. And it was different with the, with the bulletin too, because instead of using the prayer book, they have like this pamphlet, really, it's not like a small bulletin, a whole pamphlet. And it has the music, the, the, the hymns, everything is printed in this pamphlet. So you don't have to pick up another book. Once you're in there, you just read off the pamphlet. So that was, that was different. Um, we have that little bit that you can follow along with the readings, but the hymns are listed and you use the hymn book where, where I go. So anyway, it was wonderful. He did a great sermon. Uh, and then I was still able to catch Father Joe's sermon uh, as I was going through, you know, getting packed up and that kind of stuff. I put my ear buds in and I was able to hear Father Joe preach. And so that was wonderful because I, I really love hearing ha- his his viewpoint about the scripture and what it means and the historical connection. And I just love what he teaches as he preaches. I just get so much out of it. And I go back and I look at things and, and see where he got it, you know, so it's not just him telling it and expecting us to just swallow it 
yeah, I really think he he loves it when we investigate things on our own and and find, you know, what where he's talking about. And so that's kind of fun. So I'm telling you all this because on my journey with, you know, my whole life of wanting to serve God, feeling like I couldn't serve God, um, wasn't worthy enough, uh, finding my ground with God and 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 walking a deeper relationship and being able to trust that I'm going to be okay. And that, and, and that I don't ever want you to think that, you know, and I've said this so many times, cause I want you to know, I, I still am on this journey. I will never arrive to a completely full, perfect specimen on this earth. I'm always going to be working on my relationship with God, leaning into my relationship with God, understanding God, sometimes being very confused and not liking the God that I see in some of the Old Testament. Um, it's just, it's a journey. So my anxiety of going to Christ Church is normal for me. Fear always is the first thing that comes up for me. And then I have to boss it back, work through it. And it used to be I would just ignore it and and get really hyper and and just go without being connected to the feelings. So now I'm very aware of when I'm in anxiety and learning how to feel it without bearing it and let it cause other problems later, but feeling it and allowing myself to lean in to God. And when I don't lean in, apparently he <laughs> he sends turkeys. <laughs> so either way, <laughs> I get to it myself by calming myself, but apparently I need a little extra help. Uh, Sunday morning. And so I got three turkeys uh, assuring me that turkey energy is with me. God's energy is with me. And I thought it was brilliant that it came in threes. I just love that. <laughs> so I am pleased. I'm pleased with the progress I'm making. I'm pleased with just the the beauty of my life right now to be able to have that sense of belonging in two different locations. And the thing is that, you know, I don't know what will happen in the future. I don't know if I will retire at the cabin as we had always planned. Life is throwing us curveballs these days, and we don't have a real set understanding of what's what's next. Um, asking what's next is sometimes a little bit dangerous <laughs> with what's going on with our family right now and my mo mom-in-law's dementia. But it's one of those it's one of those things that yet again, I just have to pause and remember that I am connected to God through the good and the bad and the ugly of this earth. And I don't blame God for bad things. I, I don't understand the bad things sometimes, but I do believe it's of our making and not of God's making because God made perfection. And then we humans, the humankind <laughs> made decisions that, you know, made living in the garden of Eden not okay anymore because they weren't immortal anymore. They were now mortal because they had knowledge of life and death. That's on us. That's totally on us. And I just want to be able to continue to find that, that connection to God in my anxiety and not allow my anxiety to stop me from moving forward, but to help me to grow through it. So I'm growing. And on a side note, I just got the proofread copy back uh, on online. And so it's not like the proof copy, like the whole cover and everything. That's the next step. 
but I'll be going back through the proofread copy and making any changes that were caught during that eyes on. <laughs> so the Gay with God memoir is going to be fast approaching. Um, you know, it 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 is supposed to launch in October and I'm ahead of schedule. So that's good. Um, I don't think that's going to make a difference as far as like when the actual book arrives to me. Um, but I, I do feel really comfortable that I'll at least have a proof copy in hand soon. And if that happens, that's just going to be awesome. Um, and I've got a lot of good things coming up for you guys. I want to remind you that if you join the Gay With God Facebook group that I run, that you can take part in the My Faith Journey. And we're starting to do lots of things in the faith journey. We started out by just talking about any problems we were dealing with, you know, during the week or the month. And uh, this last time we actually delved into uh, Genesis and looked at humankind and, and what the words were that were used to describe Adam and Eve. And um, we just did a little kind of like Bible study and uh, that was fun. And we got to have everybody's point of view in there. And and I really appreciated that. Uh, Father Joe is doing a Bible study of the Gospels on Tuesday mornings at our parish. And I love that because he is so smart about all the historical. Uh, yeah, he, he was a history major. And so he back in the day. So he has a lot of context other than just the historical Bible context. And it's really great to hear him talk and, and share what he knows as we're all sharing what we're thinking things mean. <laughs> so the next My Faith Journey is going to be on May 8th. That's always on a Monday, May 8th, uh, not every Monday, once a month. May 8th uh, is coming up and that's at 630 so if you join the Gay With God Facebook group, answer all the questions so that I can invite you inside, and then you can always come and join us for the My Faith Journey. I don't share that link anywhere else other than the group, and so if you're with the Gay With God group, then you can be a part of My Faith Journey. And then on May 11th, uh, this next month coming up is going to be the Ask Me Anything, where I share either from my memoir or from the untold stories, the the diary version of the memoir that didn't make it into the actual book. Um, there might be a diary version later, who knows? <laughs> but I hope that you will participate in that. Uh, if you are interested in pre-ordering and taking advantage of any of the incentives that I have for you, if you come to the Ask Me Anything group, I run down those incentives. I don't um, pressure or hard sell you. If you want to pre-order, fine. If you don't, that's fine. Uh, I wanted that option so that I could give back to people who wanted it early. <laughs> Not that they got it early, but they, they're they getting some things early um, as a part of the incentive. So if you want to check that out, uh, I'd love for you to come to the Ask Me Anything. That that link is available in the Gay With God group and on my personal Facebook page. And so if you want to come to the Ask Me Anything, you can just find the link on my page. Um, so I think that's all the news from here. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for honoring me with your time and your support. I appreciate each one of you who leaves me a message or lets me know that you really enjoy the podcast that that uplifts me, but it also lets me know that I'm on track. As always, I'm always looking for guests. We are going to have one of our return guests. Chris Davis is coming back. Her new book uh, 
is she just got her proof copy back and she's right on the nubs of getting this thing uh, published. And I'm so happy for her and so excited for her. So she'll be coming back later in May. And in between then, it's you and me, which is great. But I would love to honor someone else's coming out faith journey story, if not yours, maybe somebody that you know. If you have a friend who would be willing to share their story, get them in touch with me. Go to the empoweredmidge.podbean.com show page. That's empoweredmidge.podbean.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom and you can see links as to how to get in touch with me if you would like to some support in coaching through your journey and also to find the link where someone can sign up to be a guest. So I can't wait to hear some more stories from you guys and from your friends. If you are listening to this podcast and are questioning whether you can be gay and be in a relationship with the God of your understanding, if you identify as LGBTQI+, or not even sure if you're gay yet, God has always been within you, even when you didn't know it. You have always been gay with God. Thank you, everybody. Stay tuned to see how you can join the Gay With God community. And as always, you are loved. I want to invite you to become a part of the Gay With God community. How can you do that? Stay connected by messaging me your thoughts and comments in the comment section under the downloads of the show on the Gay With God show page. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and share, share, share so we can increase our community outreach and be a light to those who are struggling to claim their faith. Consider being a sponsor so I can highlight your service in our community. We are all worthy of respect and a relationship with the God of our understanding. I want to thank you in advance for supporting this podcast. Together, we as a community will keep this show visible and our community stronger. Deep gratitude to my friend Tim McClendon of Tim McClendon Music for allowing me to use an excerpt from Interlude 4, a song found on his CD entitled Sundance.